The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who on this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Cormac Lasker Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Tuesday. Last day before we take a break on Wednesday, then we'll come back. Thursday and Friday and give you a good show. Uh, we got a lot to talk about in sports. So we got to talk this football stuff. And football started, and we mentioned that yesterday on the Monday show about the Buffalo Bills, who I think is going to a pretty good team this year, um, and the New York Giants. Hope they the Giants need to rebound. Uh, Eli Manning has to rebound off of what I think may be his worst year he've had last year, but he had a lot of injuries. But you line up and play, you have to get it done. I um. I do want to talk about first and foremost why so many non-athletes or fans, they are upset. Now I'm starting to understand. You know, I, I, I could see it, but I'm starting to understand why you would get upset with the with athletes and the punishments they have. We talked about the uh, Ray Rice. Now you look at, um, what is, who is it, T.J. Tucker for the Suns. His punishment is home arrest. Home arrest is his punishment. Three-day house arrest for T.J. Tucker, who had a DUI. And I'm trying to figure out how and why is that possible. And I remember, then I immediately took my thoughts to Charles Barkley going to Tent City. Everybody else that goes to Tent City has to wear the pink uniforms. And Charles Barkley was there in a sweatsuit and reading one of his favorite books. So I, I understand why you would be mad that the privileges of a professional athlete is different. It shouldn't be different, but it is different. Um, I understand why there was so much of an uproar with the Ray Rice situation with him knocking his uh, fiance now wife, out, dragging her out the elevator. That's, that's way more we know. We got to assume there's way more information to that because of the cameras and the elevator that we didn't get to that we didn't get to see, but we saw everything Solange knows did to Jay-Z where he, those three, Beyonce, and, and his bodyguard. I couldn't understand the bodyguard situation, but so I don't get off topic, I can't imagine, I can't understand why T.J. Tucker gets a house arrest punishment for a DUI when everyone else has to go do Tent City or pay so much money just to even get one day um, I know people who are not professional athletes who got DUIs, and they, they spend so much money just to get that sentence down to one day or maybe a weekend because they do have to work, but it costs them an arm and leg out their pocket. Even though they made the mistake of drinking and driving, it cost them so much out of the pocket just to get one day, but they still had to do 10 City. Welcome to the show, 888-346-9144. Alex Clancy is in the studio. Demery Lachey is with us also. Guys, he, I kind of 
understand why there's so much of an uproar uh, when athletes. And, and I always try to, I, maybe I am justifying. I say it comes with the territory, comes with the business. I don't agree with it, but that's what happens. Normally when an athlete gets in trouble, the punishment is not what it would be for anybody else. Well, I mean, it, with, with P.J. Tucker, it's especially in the state of Arizona, the DUI capital of the world, uh, the same state where you can get a DUI, blow point two two, go in to go into jail, get processed, and get released. Instead of in California, you have to blow zeros before you can leave jail. So you're in jail for 14 hours or something. You know, holding cell, drunk tank, whatever you want to call it. Arizona, you can get three DUIs in one night. Really? So I mean, with well, I mean, if you get released and you're still drunk and you and, and you're an idiot enough to drive again, do they you release get him DUI? on his own recognizance? I, I believe that with money, when it comes to DUIs in Arizona, if you can pay a hundred thousand dollars, yes, you can get three days of house arrest. I think the whole grand scheme of things in the state of Arizona is making as much money as possible off DUIs and not actually keeping people off the road. Well, you know, for a long time, we had these uh, foreign-made DUI. Um, radar detectors, the blinkers, the flashers, the cameras, which I recently got caught on the camera, recently and probably about three months ago, uh, leaving the golf course. It wasn't a DUI. It was just going past a red light that flashed too early. So it wasn't. <laughs> so <you> were, <laughs> it wasn't, on, it wasn't it, the light just flashed too early. They, knew, they knew who they was flashing, so they, they got me. Oh, that's, no, they, they really got me. It was, that yeah, picture, they got him good. I've seen the picture. seen the picture. The picture looked good, though. Was, I, I'm going to keep the picture. And I'm gonna, were I'm, you posing? No, I was on my yeah, phone. Was oh, I was on double my phone. whammy. I was on my phone, but I was my phone. I never put my phone to my ear. But he was taking a selfie. <laughs> pretty much. He was taking a selfie. Get out of here with that. It looks like that, but no. I, I took I, a selfie for you. I rarely put my phone to my ear because of the, the phones we have uh, today. Uh, the nonsense. But no, they they got me. But you know we have these cameras, and, it be, and you mentioned the money part of it. These cameras were designed in Arizona to to help the state. But they, they start going away, and I thought they were all gone until I got flashed. But they start going away because it costs them more to try to reach the person at their home. or And most people have a different, they send their mail to different places, not their home, their residential area. Uh, so it became difficult and more expensive just trying to reach the people for the DUI. But I can't understand. I still don't, I still don't, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it. Because to be an idiot to do that, and you are an idiot if you drink and drive, because I'm a borderline idiot myself, you are that person because not only are you risking your life, but you're someone else. And most athletes, and we talked about this on the show, most athletes think, some of them think they're above the law in a way, but some of them ego and pride in a way where they feel like, oh, I can make it home. And they probably made it home 99% of the time, mm-hmm. but that 1% of the time, uh, you know, everybody thinks that. Then, But to get... To get popped one time and then to do it again, that's when your punishment should right. be severe. Right, exactly. And, and I think that, that athletes, and this is pretty proof positive, that athletes get one chance, one freebie, more than any other person. I mean, you know, you Adam have... Jones. Well, I mean, and, and with regards to DUI alone, we talked about Mark Grace last week. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about uh, Alden Smith, who had alcohol issues. But P.J. Tucker, if you're an upstanding citizen, up to the point of your DUI... You're a hard worker on and off the court. You're good with the community, which is important as well for professional athletes. You, you get a pass. And, and the three-day house arrest, I don't think you can uh, relate that to the actual ramifications of what will happen in, in, the, in the NBA because they're two completely different things. The house arrest, yes, he paid a lot of money. He paid a lot of money. And that's how you get down to house arrest because the state gets fed. And, you know, maybe he'll, he'll probably have, he'll have to take classes. 
you know, you, nobody can get out of that. Take your alcohol classes, take your education classes. He probably won't have a breathalyzer in his car. He'll just hire a driver now. I mean, there are things that athletes can do think, that, that, that the don't you normal think people can't. After, before you lose $100,000, don't you think that within a year, we talk about Uber and all, and all those different car services, do you have to get popped to say, this could cost me $100? So now, if it, let's say it costs him $100,000 to do all this. So now I can say, well, I could just get me a driver. This is not going to cost me that much all year. Yeah, right. That would have charged, that's what it would have been all year. Right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and it's easy to say that in hindsight. I mean, you know, it's it's easy to say that when you get caught. That's the day I I got one December nine two thousand five. Blew point zero eight on my street and it changed my life. I've never zero eight is that does it's legal. Point it was point zero eight eight and and even the cop when he when he was driving me to the station to get processed he said listen it was borderline. Um, after doing all the sobriety tests and everything, you didn't look impaired, but the breathalyzer spoke and I had to take you in. Oh, wow. I mean, and, and I was on my street and again, I have never si- had one sip of alcohol and driven again. Ever, 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 you, ever. Um, you was on your street? I was on my street. I know uh, uh, David Boston, he was uh, <laughs> a similar situation. He was on the street, but he went into his garage. And, and I love watching him at Ohio State. He, come knocked the, he, came he was one of my favorites. Door. Yeah, he, he was a good athlete. Pepe Pearson. Oh man, yeah, all those guys. I love that. I love that team. But yeah, he was. Uh, he drove into his garage, shut his garage. Police was chasing him. He just he had to come get him out of his house. Then he hit his garage. Or? No, he drove into the garage. allegedly. Yeah. Alleged. I mean, yeah, no, he did. <laughs> There's probably a statute of limitations <laughs> on that, anyways. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I, the punishment, the crime, and the punishment is just different for athletes because yeah. anybody else. But most people have to do that time because they don't have the athletic money, yeah. uh, professional money. So they're not going. They don't have a hundred thousand dollars. They can. Especially after he just signed a three-year, $16.5 million contract. <laughs> he signed it after he got the yeah. DUI. And the team knew that. But, you, you know, I, I, guess they, I guess they look at it like this, Demery. What are we going to do? It happens. So now is he going to learn from this mistake? Right. So that's the only reason I could see that they, they did that afterwards. I don't know if it would have been more of a contract. I think that was the contract. But he ended up signing it after he got a DUI. And the Cardinals had a linebacker go through the same thing. What do you that's think? That's crazy. I mean – you know, I guess he paid for his punishment. I mean, before even getting to the car, he probably yeah. wasn't even. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's basically, you know, that's what they want um, athletes, you know, to pursue. You got to pay for your punishment. So either you're going to spend this cash, spend the money that you have, or you're going to uh, severe more punishment. So, I mean, you know, he paid, like Alex was saying, you know, he paid for that uh, house arrest for three days. Uh, I don't think it's the end of this right now. I think the NBA is going to come down more. Severe on um, him yeah, after Yeah, more this? severe after this. Because um, it wasn't like he was like just above the limit. Like he blew a point two two in two. But, but, and but a D, isn't a DUI a DUI? A DUI I mean, is a DUI. I think it's, 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 it's a certain limit, though. Like if you, if you, you, you got a reckless. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's reckless. Right, yeah, but he's yeah. super duper extreme. Okay, fine. But he, a DUI is a DUI. And this is something. It's not drugs. I mean, it's, it's not steroids. You got alcohol in you. Uh, and yeah, it is a DUI as a DUI, but you got what? What I got a reckless. Right, uh, I understand, but I'm yeah. but no, no, but I'm saying like it, it, under the umbrella of DUI, doesn't really matter what you blow. You got a DUI. If you didn't hurt anybody, it's at all kind of the, the same thing. At the end of the day, but yeah, yeah. When when are you gonna learn from your mistake? We talked about Mark Grace having like three or four of them. Yeah, because uh, well, uh, two here, and then uh, he had yeah, uh, at least in one in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's right. It's do you learn? And that's when the NBA will come down. That's when the Phoenix Suns will come down. That's when all these things they will mandate you. Well, what the to, Suns to cla- do? Well, nothing right now because he's the Suns might. Th- this be was an on. isolated incident at this point. Well, the Suns might be waiting. Well, they shouldn't be waiting on anything because a lot of teams take onus in their, in their own hand 
before the NBA or the NFL, whomever the team profession is, before they can punish you, it lightens up the punishment that the, the league would give you if the team does it right away. And, and that's not fair or not, but with the Suns, just their punishment was to give them $16 million, 0.5. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, again, I don't think that when it's DUI, mm. especially first offense, especially somebody that's never had anything happen in the past, I think you get a pass. So this is similar, this to, is the Ray, pass. similar to Ray Rice. No, it's not similar at all because I mean, DUI is No, in, I'm talking about the, the, the first isolated time. incident. Yeah. But I mean, it's just on a completely different. For the NFL to suspend anybody, it's got to be a big deal. That's Cause silly. Because normally, normally they just fine you. Yeah, but that's silly though. But the fines, and I say it's silly because there are too many, too many blueprints for what when guys get in trouble. If, if a guy comes out of college right now, the, whoever got drafted this year, the guys that got drafted this year gets in trouble. It's not the first. It's not a new incident. It's not going to be new. They're not going to be doing anything new under the sun. It's already been a punishment, a crime and a punishment for it. So now their punishment should be worse. Just because they came in the league, we have the rookie symposium. We have, and even after the rookie symposium, during camp, the NFLPA comes to every every team and go through some scenarios. And one of them, I think you guys remember, if you guys remember, I said, there's this one lady comes out the night before and she goes, we, we, they all go to the club. She just find out where everybody hangs out. Say, are y'all going to be out tonight? The next day she come back and say, I could have infected you with AIDS. It's beautiful lady. You, would, you, you can't tell who got AIDS just by looking at them. She's HIV positive. But she comes out, I could have infected you. I could have changed your life, your life, your life, your life. Because they was going, just young guys coming out there, coming out here or coming into the league thinking they're invincible still. Yeah. So the punishment should be, more, should, should be severe. You're not taking, I, I think they thought if you took the money from them, then they would straighten them out. They feel like I'm young. I'm gonna make some more money. Yeah, I, and it's it's like building credit in in the NFL. I mean, Ray Rice has built a lot of credit over all the years he's been there. He's been a hard worker. He hasn't gotten into trouble. All these things, and I think that's why it, it was so small of a penalty. It it might have been too small. I mean, everybody that's the uproar that it's been too small. We've talked about this a lot, but because he has such good credit, because PJ Tucker has such good credit. They get PJ Tucker gets a pass. Why PJ Tucker thought he couldn't do three days of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and be and be done with it? Yeah, you know, I, I don't not, know. And this is this is all legend. I don't know if he paid for this. I don't know if he just got preferential yeah, treatment. I don't know. He did get uh, different treatment, but I, I don't think he. Uh, I, I know when Charles Barkley went, he was in his jumpsuit. He was not in no pink. He's not. He wasn't in a Charles pink. Charles Barkley's a different guy. Why? <laughs> just because he's a everybody guy. knows he's a partier. Everybody loves him around the state of he, Arizona. He's a different guy, but you down in Scottsdale all the time, and that's where they had those uh, different uh, DUI stations. Uh-huh. Yeah. You thought they was just going uh, Charles Barkley? I'm letting you go through. Maybe he did. Maybe maybe a hundred time. times before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe a h- couple times before that. It does happen. I, I guess I used to get stopped all the time. I haven't been stopped in a while. I used to get stopped all the time, but they always let me go. So we just talk because I, I want to know why you stopping me. Really, mm-hmm. um, and and to the to most of their defense, they just want to make sure you're okay. And then when they pull you over, see nobody really likes police. So when they do pull you over, it's an aggressive attitude towards them. It's aggressive. See, I don't have to hold my chest out and say, "Look, officer, look what I got." These, uh, can you let me go now? It's more of an aggressive attitude. Why you pull me over? I just want to. I have conversations with them. I just have conversations. Then it's you know it's, it turns out to be. Okay, everything's good. Once they're talking to you and they feel it, found out you're not slurring your words or you're not drunk, you haven't been swearing, they, they just let you go. Yeah, and if you blow point two two, you probably were slurring your words a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how big you are. Point two two. Um, 
Come on. No, no. It doesn't matter how but, big but you, you know are. What? Because the guy in uh, Dallas was he was dead drunk. He might have been dead drunk and tired, and end up having his friend, his best friend, Josh Brent, done. He, they said seventeen drinks. Seventeen drinks. Who, Between who fifteen drink, and seventeen drinks. Who drinks that many drinks at, uh, at a night? I don't know. Out in, in a club. NFL lineman. But in the club. Yeah, did I you see that? Did you huh? see that? Yeah. Uh, I, I can't see that. You I see that Jerry Jones, that. Jerry Jones would be up for reinstating him if Roger Goodell would be. Yeah, because Jerry Jones, Jerry <laughs> Jones got a lot of pull now. Yeah, I seen that as well. He's, yeah. Jerry Jones got a lot. Not of Not to change the subject, that was just interesting to me. I know Jerry Jones would be back because he was the one that drafted him. He was the one. He was the one that brought him he into feel camp. Like this he was my the one. Guy. Yeah, right. He he doesn't want to lose face. But you know why? So he won't. But also, like I he truly a, he didn't make a bad decision. Sure, but I I truly think that Jerry Jones cares about his his players. I I don't think that that's ever been in doubt uh, from you. Right, th- in my oh, opinion. Okay, I don't, opinion. I don't think, I don't think that's that ever been in doubt. <laughs> yeah, speak on that because uh, when you get Tony, he probably does love his player. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think most guys like him just think this is business. I can get another one next year. Yeah, but I mean, the, the stuff with Jimmy Johnson and everything like that and Barry Switzer that making it. Yeah, right, of course. Making, it, making a career for Barry Switzer just because he wanted that to be the guy. Jimmy Johnson put the, the Cowboys on the map again in, in, in the early yeah, 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And then but he's like, well, I'm going to be the GM now. You have no control over player I, I, personnel. I think it was more of um, the guys who put their team on the map. It was um, Michael Irvin. Uh, not, not from his play. He went in there and said, get rid of this. When, when Johnson came in, because they had a relationship at Miami. Mm-hmm. Get rid of this guy, this guy, this guy. He got, they got rid of a quarter of that team because these guys wouldn't work or they was doing this. And then you kept, and we saw the nucleus of the core they had, and those guys were, what they were, three Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, one, three. It was more so the players, Michael Irvin and a couple other guys, not just Michael Irvin. I think they put them on the map. But the Jimmy John, not Jimmy Johnson, but uh, the the owner, the owner allowed those guys to stay there. You know, not not the bad seeds, but the guys, the core guys who had the name, the Michael Irvin, the the um, Emmitt Smith, and those guys, the defensive guys they had. Yeah, just so, just keep the offensive line there, and, and you'd, you'd win three, four the, more. That was the biggest offensive line. So yeah. you, when you talk about Emmitt Smith running, he've always had a lane to run through. So, what if yeah. Barry Sanders was on that Cowboys team? They win eight. He wouldn't retire so quick. They win eight. Yeah, he would have played longer. Barry Sanders, uh, in my opinion, retired because he didn't want to break Walter uh, Payton's record. Really? In my opinion. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Just a classic, classic guy. Speaking of DUIs, Maurice Spates just got a DUI. Oh. News. Who? News flashes. Maurice Spates. Maurice Spates. Who's that? Plays for the uh, Golden State Warriors. Yeah, he played for Memphis and, and Philly. What came out of Florida? Came out of Florida must, yeah. after his See, how, you, how I don't know who you are. You ain't have a name, and you getting DUIs. You <laughs> got to be somebody. I didn't know PJ Tucker was. Like how I dare you him. not be somebody and get a DUI? PJ Tucker. What do you mean? Kwame it's the same Kwame thing. Kwame <laughs> you got to be. You got to be a star, a superstar to get a DUI. Nobody knows who PJ Tucker. I mean, across the whole, across the whole NBA. Know who P, what? Like a leisurely a, NBA fans. Now one four. We take a quick break. We come back. We finish up some of the show. Kwame Lass Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. 
Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports yo jay hit it let's go this beat is my recital i think it's very vital to rock around that's right on top welcome back to the formula sports talk 888-346-9144 the lines are open uh not on the last segment. Don't call me on the last segment. Don't call us on the last segment because we we got to finish up. It's a short segment, so we we ha- we have to talk. Um, who was it? Uh, it was Abraham for the Cardinals. Yeah. The linebacker Abraham. He's supposed to report uh, to uh, practice. He had a DUI. Tucker pleads uh, guilty, suspend uh, three days in jail. Suspend three days in jail for DUI. But I think that three days is just not in jail. What I read and saw was the it's home arrest, house arrest. So, um, we should see. We were talking about the Phoenix Suns yesterday. I don't want to get on to this slide. It's just real quick. Uh, Suns still make a play for love with some trades. Who are they going to trade that they – I mean, their draft picks they got was they, – they drafted three guards. Anus. Yeah. Who, yeah. who are they going to trade she for? Who wants those guys? Do you think that Minnesota would take Eric Bledsoe? Yeah. Minnesota? Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So why my my question is he doesn't have a no trade clause. Uh, who, who, uh, love, uh, love. He does. He doesn't have an option for where he gets traded. So why wouldn't they try to get somebody that's a little bit more established? The the Suns would be able to put a better package together with picks and players than Cleveland would. Do they still have some? Um, they use all their draft because they had five. No, but they, 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 they have they have year. a couple. They have a couple in the next couple of years. That's I mean, what, yeah, well, that's and, what I'm asking. Did they use them all in the first round? Um, they, 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 yeah, they, they didn't trade they any didn't of their picks this year, right? And I thought they would get you know use one legitimate one or two, maybe two, then trade for some more picks down the road. Because of what a lot of teams needed this year, yeah. And but Suns had hold, held that card. Minnesota's yeah. front office has been awful forever. You know, I mean, ever since drafting Ty Lawson, Johnny Flynn, and Ricky Rubio in the first round, and then keeping, and then trading the way the best one in Ty Lawson, who was the best player on the best team in college the year before in North Carolina, they, they've, they've had issues. The best move they made was trade, uh, who did they trade Kevin Love for? O.J. Mayo on draft day. So that, that worked out well for yeah. them. But if they want a future, you look at Ricky Rubio, he's questionable at this point. If you trade them, Eric Bledsoe, and even Tyler Ennis for him, for Kevin Love, I, I don't understand why that's even a question, why that wouldn't be a better option than Andrew Wiggins, except for salary cap stuff, because they might not want to pay Eric Bledsoe all that money. You see the guys the um, on the um, Olympic team, or FIFA the team, three of them were yeah. dismissed. We were just talking about yeah. that yesterday. Right. Bradley Beal, John Wall. Yeah. And Kyrie. No, no, and uh, no, Bradley Beal, John Wall, and Paul Millsap. Have Paul been Millsap just, yeah, he just got added. He's good, though. I don't yeah. know. Well, I didn't say he was good, yeah. but... He was just—he was the last one added, I believe, to the team. 
And I don't think they was dismissed like I didn't see anything that there was some trouble. No, they didn't I think make, it was more so that was a warning. Uh, Paul George was a warning for me. Let me let me go work out and do something else. You know, because basketball players, they get tired of playing basketball because of the season, how long the season is. So what they do to get into shape that some professional guys told me is they play racquetball. They play. They do a lot of racquetball. Um, and football players play basketball to get in shape on the offseason. That I do know for a fact. Um, but to see, to have an eye-opening experience when Paul George, and that could have happened to anybody, anytime, um, anywhere. But I think that might have shook those guys up. Well, no, I think that they just they just didn't yeah. make the cut. I yeah. think it might shook them up. They got. I mean, it shook them up, of course. Yeah. Like seeing that but, gruesome injury in person, that's going to shake you up, period. But yeah, at the end of the day, they did get cut. I didn't mm-hmm. see John Wall making a team over Derrick Rose, Curry. Yeah, I mean, because he's not there yet. Position. I mean, John Wall, but, even though but, he's been in the league longer than Kyrie, and he's been in the league. Uh, longer than Steph Curry too, I think one one extra year yeah, over Curry. Those guys are better than John Wall is right now. Okay, well, even when your coach is uh, Tom Thibodeau and, and Derrick Rose coming off two major injuries, mm-hmm. or yeah, questionable. Th- yeah, that's questionable right but there. He, he's he's still, but he could monitor uh, Derrick Rose. That's what I yeah. thought. That's why I think he's there because I need to be there to see. I'm the defensive guru and I'm the head coach of my team. I want my guy who's been hurt. Come out here and run with the big boys and see if you still got it. But I need to monitor that. So I think Derrick Rose. Why he's on the team is not because he can't play. It's because I want him to get that work in. Yeah, and definitely. John Wall. I just, yeah, I mean, and I, and I said that I think it's an awful idea, and, and I stand by that. However, if he can play eight minutes a game, you know, eight or ten minutes a game, he's not going to be the starting point guard on that team. I don't need him play it that long. Five minutes is long enough. Just in and out, in and out for Derrick Rose. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's I just don't need more than. No, I understand, but but minutes. maybe like not nothing. Five minutes, you come in and go hard. Five minutes, going hard. He's on he's going to be on the court when they're up thirty against somebody, and he's not going to go at full speed. I think that's the time where he gets he gets his win back. He gets you know he gets to play with other players and not in not a simulated event. And he'll be able to start working on his craft. I don't think that he should ever be going full speed in this whole thing. I don't like think balls to wall like playing. he used to. But I don't think he He's should be playing. Yeah, of he, course he, he is. He, he, and he that's how way. you he need to learn. That's what college he is for. Be that's, that's why that's you stay more college. one year in college. That's not why. Yes, it is. You no, learn your body. You learn how to them not do been, things. Them guys been knowing. You, well, you got to have somebody who can teach you that in college. There's a lot of a lot of coaches. Was John Calipari? He was a pretty good guy to teach you. Okay, I'm saying you got to have somebody teach you. So you name one guy. Well, John Calipari was you his named, coach. Yeah, but you name one guy. That don't mean he had to stay in college. These guys feel like their body was ready in high school. But they changed the rules because who comes out in high school? It's not baseball where you could just leave out of high school. Yeah, but they how many cha- of those guys that come out of high school actually make it to the pros and not out of single A? Why, why, would I, why would I not take that chance if somebody tell me I can come right out of high school and go pro? That's why we talk. Who were we talking about that went overseas and played? Because he Brandon Jennings? To, no, no. Well, we know he did. Just recently, the guy came uh, out. Emmanuel Mude? Yeah. He... Yeah, I feel like my kid. body is ready, depending on the position. Now, if you're talking about a big guy, you're talking about Greg Oden, who's been hurt ever since, but he went to college. You're talking about a big guy who's going to take that pounding every day. If I'm a point guard, I'm not going to take pounding like that. I'm going to distribute the ball and take my shots. But how much do you know when you're 18? How much do you know with the agents and everybody telling you, how you much know you're not yeah. supposed to trust agents? They don't know that. They, I, I think they would know themselves. They don't know at that. At a superstar level, at a high-level basketball player, you're going to know yourself at and, age And then 18. you got scouts coming in and say, yeah, you can play in this league. The scouts, and those scouts represent that team. And I do have an issue with scouts because they don't know the offense or defense. Most of them, some of them don't. So you should be able to know the offense or defense. But those scouts represent that team. So if I see a guy in the high school, I'm like, if I see a LeBron, I'm like, yeah, he can play. 
He should come to the league right now. Yeah, and you can't then I compare feel LeBron like, to everybody else, though. Huh? You can't compare LeBron I'm to saying, everybody else. I, I ain't even talking about, I'm talking about like, the, like LeBron. Like LeBron. LeBron was a different guy. Just like the all of... Just like everybody else who came into the league was a different guy. I can't compare him to LeBron because who he is now. He was just another guy, a great guy that came out of high school. There was other guys that did that. Same thing. If AI could have didn't get in trouble, he got in. He could have came right out of high school. But he had got in, he got in trouble, had to go to Georgetown. He went to the, the best place he could possibly go for his career to be what it was out on the basketball court because of John Thompson. But guys that know their body... They coming out, and they coming out for a whole lot of other reasons. I, I think Derrick Rose, guys like Derrick Rose, um, they know their body. I think a five hard minutes is good enough for me. I don't want him. What I don't want, wouldn't want to see, is him in the game when they got a blowout. Because that's when people get hurt. No, I think you know, it's, I think it's the other way around. In professional play, in in international play, when they're blowing people out, uh-huh. that will allow him just to play. He's not going to be going in stuff like that. When somebody's trying to rehab, that's the best time for him to play, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. In my opinion, I, I, I've seen a lot of guys get hurt. You, you you know when you in the gym, you're playing, and and you you done. In your mind, you're done. Then somebody said, we need one more. We need one more. You don't want to run and play, but you say, all right, I'll play. And you go out there, and you don't go hard. It doesn't even matter to you. You don't go hard because you really didn't want to play anyway. Immediately, you get hurt. I've yeah. seen it all the time. That's and, where injuries mostly occur. Yeah, so I, don't, so I didn't want, I wouldn't want to see him. They done blowing the team out, and then you got Derrick Rose in. Well, who else are you going to put in? Steph Curry? I mean, it's yeah. going to be a superstar no matter what. Yeah, but it don't have to be him because Steph Curry is not coming off injuries. He's, yes, he is. He's not coming off He's Derrick in- Rose two-year injuries. How, how, what games did he? He coming off a toe injury. He had ankle injuries ever since he was a rookie. Okay, he had well, like three Derek ankle Rose, injuries. And, and Derrick Rose incidents. Steph Curry's fine. Yeah, he's <laughs> fine. He, and Derrick Rose came but off, he never goes. Rose came he nev- too, so yeah, but he never goes as hard as Derrick Rose ever has. Yes, he does. Because he knows his position. Steph Curry does not. Steph Curry's a completely different Steph, player. Steph Curry, but he goes hard, hard at year. what he does. I understand, but he's not trying to dunk over everybody. No, he's not well, trying he's to not, slash on five that's people. That's not him. Like you said, that's not his game. He's a complete different guy from Derrick Rose. If Derrick Rose plays like Steph Curry does now. No, I'm telling man. you, I'm telling you, if he's a facilitator and not a guy that just slashes, slashes, and tries to take on a whole team that every like, play. That sounds like uh, trying to make AI a point guard. You didn't bring me in here to no, pass doesn't. the ball. You didn't bring me in here to pass the ball. You bring Derrick Rose in to pass the ball. He's a point guard. I'm not bringing you in to pass the ball. Well, why he's always this guy to take him to the <laughs> He's a guy with the ball in his hand all the time going to the basket. And that was the so major problem with the Bulls. Talking about? He's that was the major guard. problem with That's the Bulls. Not, the problem with the Bulls is they need well, another guy. They, who, who else other than Derrick Rose? They had Kirk Hammer, who was good, very serviceable off the bench, very serviceable number Derek two. Derrick Rose guy. is a point guard, right? Is I he a point guard a point or not? Guard, but that same point guard no is taking point the guard, last shot. No real point guard. At, I'm what not even talking about that. I'm talking about him driving to the basket. I'm talking about him taking 27 other shots in the game. I don't want him to be Steve, Steph Curry. I don't want Derrick Rose to be You don't want Steph him to Curry. be a good point guard. I want him to be the best athlete, basketball player on that court. That's who I want to be because I got a defense that's going to combat that. I understand. But if you're running the point guard position, you need to be able to facilitate. And Derrick Rose does you not facilitate. That. You I don't tell think that Stephen Curry is the true facilitator. He averages, he averages seven, eight assists. He's jumped up every year. He's gotten better. He's gotten he better. Play when, point you talk guard. About when, when you talk about he wasn't going hard, when he came to Lee, he wasn't going hard. No, I mean. everybody thought he was soft. Now, I thought he played hard last year. He did. No, he plays hard. I'm not saying he doesn't play hard. I'm saying he's not slashing against four guys. That is not his he, game. He, he doesn't he have the same do body type. Like He can't slash on, on, on And he guys. will have a longer career than Derrick Rose. You need to learn so how to you. adapt. 
You need to learn how to adapt. If he doesn't adapt after two knee surgeries, you know. I understand the first one was a fluke because yeah. he just jumped for rebound, landed awkwardly. I get that. But now you have two strikes against you. You need to learn you how to not play the way years, you used to play. Yeah, those I think it's going to be less flashing for him. Yeah, he's not, he, he not going to come back to learn some point. Like we say, these guys got to learn. Yeah, he's, he's going to have to learn at some point that you ain't, you're not he's slashing. And that's what college is for. That's, that's what I'm saying. College is not for that. That's what I'm saying. You learn how to perfect your craft before you go to the NBA so in college. So I'm thinking you're saying in your opinion. So that's what you should say before you say that. That's not what college is for. What's called college is for, college the, is for the, the, the college is to make money off you and then you go to the NBA? And make money for yourself. Okay, so it has it really has nothing to do with the game of basketball in college. No, it has to benefit the NCAA. Why you think why you think they in changed the opinion. rule? In my opinion, that it has to benefit the NCAA and college sports. These guys, if they can go pro, how many guys you think will go to Duke, Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky? How many of these guys you think literally in your in your mind will go to these schools if they can go pro right out of high school? And how many years will they make it in the pros? I don't when know. When they realize they can't but cut why it yet. I, why would I not take that chance if you don't give me $10 because million? Because you're screwed if you, it doesn't work. You are not screwed. You are screwed. If you're a first rounder, you're going to get a chance to prove you can't play. First rounder in the NFL and NBA is completely different. When you are first rounder, you're going to get a chance to prove you cannot play. When you drafted later in the second round or in the NFL later or not drafted, you got to prove you can play. That's a you always have to prove you can play. You are out of your mind. <laughs> what are you, you are talking about? Mind. You don't have to. You got. Listen to the words. I usually choose my words correctly, so it won't be in confusion. But yeah, when you are a first rounder, you have to prove you cannot play. So what he's going to do is get more chances to prove he can't play. When you don't get drafted, or when you drafted later in the round, they say, "Well, you got drafted here, you got drafted there, or you didn't get drafted, and he can't play." Here's the thing, and he's only going to get one chance, and maybe two. In and my the first factual oh, in your factual opinion and my factual opinion with the amount of guys that have come out after one year or come out of high school and succeeded, there are a hundred that have failed. So the numbers are against you when you don't stay in college for a long the time. The numbers are against you to play pro anyway. I understand that, but once if you you have to take that away because you're there now. You're there now, and you have you can't take those you can't put that in take that into account for all of the guys. For every LeBron, there's a Jonathan Bender. Don't compare LeBron because you just told me don't for, compare Well, But I'm LeBron. saying for every Kobe, for all these guys that came out of high school, Kevin Garnett, Moses Malone, those are like the four. Those Richard were the same Lewis guys still LeBron there. was. LeBron came, when Kobe came out, he was LeBron. And those guys are the top, 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 top tier right. of all time in NBA mm-hmm. history. And yeah. we'll agree with that, right? They come out of high school. Those like four guys. It's more than four, but go ahead. Yeah. But coming out of high school, Moses Malone and Kevin Garnett were the first two that really made a splash. And obviously, coming out of high school back in the 60s and 70s wasn't really a thing because people would just go to college. You know, it wasn't really an option. I mean, it's just like, well, you go to school, you play for a few years, and, th- and then you come to the NBA. And then when people found out that college was a business and then how much money was made off them, they say, well, why don't I just go pro and make money off myself? What happens if, and this is, I'm actually asking this question with no, it's not rhetorical. What happens if Jabari Parker and Andrew Wiggins both do not amount to anything? I hope they do, and I think they will. You know what's but what, if, what if they don't? Will people be more questioning of themselves to stay more than one year in college do, instead of coming out after one? I don't no know. I don't no. know. But do you think do you think they gonna care if they? What think they, they? You think they gonna care if people how people perceive them? That who's not no, impo- no, no, who's no, not no. important in their no, life? No, 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 no. no. I'm not about talking about that. I'm talking about them personally. What what they do if they'll second guess themselves and if the future kids that come out that go to school for isolated. Kansas for one year it's isolated. So you think every situation is different? 
Yeah, it depends yeah, well, on who the, who the player so is. So it's not revisionist history. It's but, not. But then you got to go. Then you got to go to the position the guy played. We looked at look at Jonathan Ogden. I'm not Jonathan Ogden, but Greg Ogden, Olden. Yeah. Look at him. What is he? Seven two, seven one, something like that. Why is he getting hurt all the time? That's just another. And he went to college. So how did he college, went for one year? How did college benefit him? So he could have came out and got hurt right out of high school, but he wanted to go to Ohio State. And I, because it, somebody it, said, "Come here, come come to this university, get some competition in the conference, or or, or make the game better for the NCAA, so we can market this." Well, what really <laughs> happened? I mean, he came in at college with an injury already, his his wrist. Uh-huh. That's why he missed half the season his freshman year. I mean, he wasn't really working out. Okay, he so wasn't, it was his wrist. He wasn't, so you thought that? His, I mean, his, even after the wrist injury, like his knee still wasn't. His knees was messing up because he gained too much weight with he, the wrist injury. His knees were messing up because he was too tall. Knees. Yeah, because he was too tall. No, he had too much weight. He, he too, wasn't too, too tall. tall. So you thought his wrist <laughs> kept him out of the first round? Kept him out of going in the first round from high school? His, I mean, he couldn't, he, he couldn't say, get drafted. He, that's, that's when they changed the rules. You so. say, okay, it so, was that year. So if he could have got drafted, would he have went pro? Yeah. No doubt, I think he would have. Yeah, I'm like, why would no I doubt. go to why would I go to college and I'm going to college to make money? People go to college so they can make money. Why would I go to college? Now it's the responsibility of the parents or whomever's in that person's life uh, that really cares for them. Say, well, you still got to get your college degree. You still got to get your college education. Difference between the two. Why can't I make ten, fifteen million dollars when that's when they're giving people and I'm going to college to make money? The colleges and the universities make money off those guys. You got people. Why yeah, you but think, that's not yeah. part of this conversation. What, what's the conversation then? Because I thought the conversation I, I thought, is I thought, the conversation is players go to college for one year, then so go they to the can NBA get better. So they I'm can telling get better. you, they go to college. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, they already better because somebody somebody already in a professional program think they can play. The scouts already think they can play on this level. And, I'm, and, I and think my question was, and my question was, so say say a shooting guard, Andrew Wiggins says he's a shooting guard, okay, or a three. What is you he? have you have somebody? He's a he's a he's a combo two three. He's he's one two three. So he goes, he comes to the NBA. He's a bust. Somebody that's exactly like him with this skill set goes to college. Goes to college for one year. Hey, maybe I should stay another year statistics. because of what's happened. Uh, yeah, oh, statistics can, are I, I against one and duns. I can make statistically, I can make it look like whatever I want it to look like. What do you think t- statistics are? You can make them look how you want to look. Take one thing and move it around, and now it looks like, oh, this is a great thing. That's not even clear. Go ahead and say that because I want to hear it too. I'm saying that's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you about statistics. I understand. I wasn't talking about statistics. You, you brought it up like, okay. If he averages eight points you, and three rebounds for three years and he's out of the league. Who, Andrew Wiggins? Yeah. Do you think the person, next person he coming up. He took a chance on going pro, leaving <laughs> Kansas. Okay. He took a chance on going pro. What do you think I'm going to college for? What did you go to college for? To get a degree. So you can do what? Get, get a job. And do what? Play in the NBA. And make money. <laughs> and make money. Yeah, okay. but my degree... 888-346-9144. We'll take a quick break. we come back. It has nothing to do with what I'm doing right now. Uh, exactly. <laughs> sure enough, don't. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Wanna be a baller, shot caller, 20th blade, <laughs> on the Impala, caller, get late. All right, we bike. Um, are we done with this conversation? Yeah, I hope so. Let's no, move on. Let's move on. We done? Yeah, I got, right, I got right, more. I could, I could rock it out y'all, for the, next, the last half an hour, too. Oh, me too. And, on, and be right. I was on Mars. Like, y'all, y'all took it to a whole nother. Well, what you sitting there for? Like why, you bring, why you didn't bring it in? Why you didn't come in? It's not a cat fight. Y'all was talking not two guys. Y'all was not making no points at all. Two guys don't cat fight. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see no dog fight. There was no dog in it. It was a lot of high-pitched tone. And nah, 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 nah. Like that? Kind of like a cat. Kind of like that? It's Get out. Like I, well, Alex, you hear what you're telling me? Probably your cat. I don't. You know what? Anyway, it was a point to it. What are you talking about? There was a point to it. The point was... There were a multitude of points in there. They, they were. There were a multitude of points? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. On the tape. What about... <laughs> Look at your mic you looking like what? a... You know what? That would be like great. Like uh, Leon Phelps right there. That'd That's be, how he had his mic. <laughs> that would be great if we could wind and take. Then they'd stop a lot of these conversations. they go back to, oh, you don't remember saying this? What do you guys think about? Um, <laughs> Same with you. Exactly. And then Is it, w- once every two weeks or so, we have one of these. Anyway, <laughs> what, do y'all, what do you guys think about the um, uh, Wilson, the running back, drafted first round, can't play again. Well, doctors, he's going to sit out this year, hurt his neck, got a burner. He was out with a neck injury anyway, got a burner. Now the doctor's telling him to sit out. Now this is a guy say he's going to sit out this year. Now the medical people are saying you should never play football again. Yeah. This is a running back. This is not Peyton Manning. So Peyton Manning don't, doesn't take those shots that a running back would take. So if he plays again, do this guy get what he deserves. I mean, somebody can look for his neck. I don't, I don't want – if some medical staff say you can't play again and it's my neck, and anywhere else I'm like, whatever, I'll, I'll fix this up. But it's my neck and it's football. And you got grown men breaking their neck on a football field. That's why you got to teach these kids properly before they even get to college or high school. You got to teach them in high school. Literally, they just go out there and play you the fastest hunt, take this, and see if they can pull your flag. But you're talking about a guy who's playing in the NFC East, New York Giants, who's who more predicated on running the football first with uh, Tom Coughlin, even, even though Eli's over there. Should he sit out of football forever? I and think yeah, talk. I mean I, yeah, I think he should hang him up. I mean, you putting your neck really out there on the field. Um 
I mean, that's a serious injury, like, to be playing off of, especially playing a running back position. You get wrapped up around your neck and the tackles and you're dealing with a lot of piles, running through. Uh, you take more shots and more hits than a cornerback does and regular receiver does than any other position on offense. You take a lot of contact. you in contact in every play with the running back position. So anytime that neck injury even can get more severe and, and just taking that risk, I don't think it's, it's worth it. Yeah, um, and you can be paralyzed. That's not. it. Yeah. One hit and you're done. And, I mean, that's what they said about Peyton Manning, and you're right, that he obviously doesn't take as many hits as Peyton does. Peyton had four neck surgeries. Is that right? Two groups yeah. of two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the Indianapolis only knew about three of them, so I guess he had one. Right. Um, do you think that with modern medicine and everything like mm. this, that they could fuse that together? No and like, no so, so the neck is by itself. The neck is everything, I, neck and it's spine are by itself, yeah, it's and then everything anyway. else is, is doable. Think about, how, think about the neck. It's like your fingers. These, these things are just out. They're loose. Your neck is loose. So you're going to take that. Even in his blocking, when you have to block the blisters and stuff like that, that could become a problem because he had to bow his neck up. And that could become a problem when you got a 260-pound linebacker coming off the corner. So I, me personally, if I was anything else, I'm a, I, I might try to figure a way to play. But if it's my neck, and then he's going to be fine because he, can't ever play, he can never play this game again because he lost. He it did it in the football game, hurt it in the football game. And it's his neck injury. All he he can do work from comfort that because he can't work. Okay, so you said he's going to be fine. What is uh, he going to do? Top outside of uh, yeah. So football. what is he? Well, what is he going to do now? Yeah, I don't know. But it would be great if he stayed in school. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's twenty three years old. Who, wait, well, he he just, just turned twenty three. Yeah. Well, so what, so whatever he went to school for, I'll, I'll say do that. So I go back to school. I mean, I, I don't know if he need to go back to school. I don't know if he graduated or not. He's twenty three. So how long was he in school? So maybe he graduated already. So yeah. now he could do that. So. I don't know. Well, he's been. This will be his third year. Okay. So I don't think he's been. I don't think he would have graduated. Second. Uh, why this will that? be his third year. Pat Tillman graduated in three years, three and a half years. It won't even half, really. So, so why he? Do you have think done that? that he's been with the Giants enough for them to give him a job in the front office? No if way. He, I, I, the front I don't, I don't office. think. No, no, no. Like, like as a scout or you know, uh, or something oh, like that. He can scout easily. He yeah. can scout right now. He knows talent. He can scout right now because he understands. He doesn't the necessarily have the specific acumen for it, though. Yes, he does. I mean, he doesn't. But he knows. So, he, what is he? Gonna, he's going to scout running backs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But he, here's the here's the icing for him, is he knows the Giants' offense. So when he go out and look for a guy, he can say, "Yeah, you can play in his offense." And this is my problem with scouts, and I talk about it all the time. They don't know the defense, so you go get a cover two corner thinking he's a man coverage guy. All he's right. in cover two. Yeah, football's tougher. I mean, in basketball, at least, I mean, there's a lot of former players that are now scouts. Like, they scouted, like, college teams, and then they scouted D-League teams, and then they scouted the in funny, the NBA. The funny that, part about the scout, go ahead. No, no, no. It's just, it, that's a little bit easier because there's only, there's only five positions. The funny part about um, scouting, well, they got it, yeah, but they got probably, they got professional scouts. They got guys who... Scout professional teams, so when they come up for your free agent, they got college scouts. They used to be like college GMs and like people that actually have looked at talent for a long time. Yeah. Steve Kine was a scout. He was a head scout. Yeah. He's a there GM. You go. He's a GM for the Cardinals. There so you if go. you do your job efficiently, if you do your job well, that's the that's the sky. That's the limit for you. Um, the sky's the limit for you. You can be a GM, but the funny part about it is these scouts that used to play football is when I see them now. Uh, they had like they was they had like they was like the Emmitt Smith, like the greatest or whoever the greatest player is or whatever their position in, and they become more corporate and more. It's, it, I look at their face and I literally laugh at them. Uh, I don't know. No, nah, you wasn't in the hall because when I was going upstairs to get you, I was ran into some scouts in the hallway and then it, these guys I played with. One of them was my backup, and I'm like, oh, you, if I send you somebody, at least look at them. 
and they like they the greatest thing. And it's funny, but they they know me. I just laugh in their face. Yeah, but literally laugh in their face like you know why I'm laughing in your face. Yeah, but isn't it usually that the players that watch more on the field will be better? I think it's coaches. the wearing suits after. Uh, yeah, I believe. I think the ones who go I, I, I agree with that. More, you know, more guys who don't play who. Uh, who's the backup, like you say, um, you know, who don't play as much, who's away from the game and actually absorb it from the sideline standpoint. I think they do become better coaches, basketball, football. I mean, regardless Some of, of the sport. best guys I'll never play, but I always also say this, too. It's the guy, even if he did play, it's how he went about his business. Like, he watched film, how he watched film, how he prepared for games. Those are some of the best scouts because they're looking at guys and, and trying to combat them. And they looking at what they and knowing what they have on their team, he uh, he becomes a scout. Yeah, he knows what talent looks like because he knows how to defend his guy. And if he and, and don't get in the ego mindset that if I can defend this guy, right, I, he don't deserve on his he don't deserve. You can't play anymore. You're a scout now. He can play on this team. So I think a lot of sometimes ego. It, to both of you guys' point, it's some, it is the the guy who 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 has to sit back and watch the game. So what was your reason for you know uh, keeping a chuckle laugh? But while looking at uh, the guy you was talking about, what, what was my reason? Yeah, the the corporate part of it. Okay, cor- scout's not a corporate job. Scout, you you running around town only. Oh, because planes. he was walking around with his neck up <laughs> held high. <laughs> yeah, and he's his chest out. Yeah, it's funny. I, um, I wouldn't name the guys, but I actually like them. I like all those guys over there. Yeah. But, it, I, but so I was not a. It's not a bad thing. It's no, not, I'm not saying it's personal. Yeah, it's anything. not. No, it's not personal. I can't. I can't get personal, man. It's it's. it's they, I can call them right now and yeah. we talk, but it's yeah, just yeah. funny like how you now see yourself. And you should be able to see yourself a certain way because that allows you to go about your business a certain way. So that was my reason. Like, get out of my face. I know who you are. Right. But it wasn't a disrespectful thing. It was more we joke around like we still joke around like that. So it wasn't a bad thing. Andy Dalton gets a new deal. And the thing was the Bengals said – I trust. Did he use the right word? We trust Andy Dalton. I mean, it was a six-year deal. Six-year, one fifteen. One fifteen, which probably is a two-year, maybe three-year deal, because you know the money is going up. Was it next year or the year after? Twenty fifteen or sixteen? TV money is going up, but we trust Andy Dalton is a guy who's got he's played well. He's gotten them in the playoffs three straight years. Well, he's part of the reason they got in the playoffs three straight years. And he also part of the reason that they couldn't get out of the first round. And we look at that team and say, we looked at that team in the NFC North and thought the Cincinnati Bengals should be playing for the NFC Championship, AFC, AFC Championship. And they were out in the first round because they had that caliber team and the way they played all year. They actually had established a running game. They also had a green over there. That was a great combination. Remember these two guys came in? What did Andy Dalton get drafted in the second round? Third, third round, third round, yeah, pick. and yep. he, their first round receiver, and we like look at this combination. They, they, these guys gonna be together for a while, and this could be yeah. great. Was it too early to, to pay Andy Dalton one hundred and fifteen million? I mean, probably uh, a little bit, but this is this is the curve now. And the thing with AJ Green, really quickly, is that he disappears where at times. AJ Green disappears. If he gets triple teamed, he disappears. Calvin Johnson. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. And what I mean by that is if there are three guys in his vicinity right. or two guys in his vicinity, Calvin Johnson always gets his, right? Doesn't Calvin, Calvin Johnson, no, just answer this really quick. Think about listen, his listen, listen. Calvin Johnson always gets his, right? Right. AJ Green isn't there yet. When he gets there, when AJ, when uh, Matt, when uh, what's his name? When Andy Dalton can throw the ball in the vicinity, he can catch anything. That's when 
AJ Green so and me, him will potentially bring them to the AFC Championship so game. So you say he disappears because Andy Dalton can't get him the ball. He didn't do anything with, against the Chargers. Who? Uh, uh, AJ Green. Okay, but he didn't do I, anything against the Chargers. He doesn't have much help there, which is fine. They had Andre Hawkins, who is a long distance, uh, so long distance. Uh, AJ uh, Green. Uh, Green is the reason Andy Dalton got the quarter, the quarterback extension, the contract extension. He's the reason, right? Uh, to a certain degree, yeah. So it's his, is AJ's fault that Andy Dalton it's not can't his, get him the it, ball. It's not his fault. I, oh, it's I'm, that they're both the young question. guys. And when you asked me the question, the question of if he got it too early, yeah. I said yes. I don't but think then you so. said, I don't think it's said, too early because it, they're both young. Yeah. They both still have tons of time to grow to, yeah. with one another. Yeah, Which is they fair. Do. They play they great do. football and they're learning three times out of the playoffs. I mean, you learn a lot but from that. But he used these words. He used these words. We trust Andy Dalton. Because he's because, getting better and better. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't care about. I, I mean, I don't mind though. I don't mind he used it, but is he going to use those words for somebody else when they contract up? Or are you going to say we don't trust this guy and we're not giving him this money? Well, there's a lot of guys. They on also the team said that, that, that he's our quarterback for the immediate future. So what the hell does that mean? Nothing. Right now. That means right now. Right I mean, now? that means this year. I mean, okay. th- that's not. So le- with with Andy Dalton, yes, he's zero three in the playoffs. How long did it take for Matty Ice to break through? Matt Stafford has never made the playoffs. Sam Bradford has never made the playoffs. And Matt Stafford has the better receiver, and Matt Stafford takes chances. So that's why uh, Megatron, that's why he gets his over two guys. Yeah, and he also throws the ball 50 times, and Andy Dalton throws it 25. Right, I don't have a problem with throwing (laughs) into double coverage when I'm throwing it to that guy. Right, I understand. Not at all. AJ Green is more of a get-behind-the-defense kind of guy. And Andy Dalton can air it out to him. He doesn't have the best arm, I think you can but he's got he's got a really good arm. I think, he, yeah, his arm is not his arm is it's, not is not as strong. It's as not as strong. No, 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 no. Nobody's no. even saying that. Yeah, no, his arm is his arm is okay. His serviceable. Yeah. Andy Dalton, but he's his very arm. smart. He knows the offense. They have a good defense. You better know the offense. Giovanni Bernard, if he stays healthy, that'll help a lot. Ben Jarvis is still there, I believe. Yeah. So they still have a two-headed monster in the running game. They got yeah, some great tight yeah. ends. Their yeah. tight ends get, got better throughout the draft. So and, you don't. So you don't think he got paid uh, was was too soon? And no, I don't. I think still, he got, but I mean, I mean, they they still put pieces to, together I, I, around their offense because yeah. you can't just rely on AJ Green like you're saying. Like you can't rely on him. And who's the guy that came out last year? But the the uh, had Tyler. four touchdowns, four touchdowns in in, in a game. But they he, had, he was on they, the they also, terror. Who, who was the running back? He had like a crazy name, like two names. He Giovanni was, Bernard? Bernard. Ben Jar- yeah, that's and, no, not, but, no not, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those two. He might get cut. Bernard. Yeah, but yeah, Bernard is the cut. guy. Yeah. Bernard's the guy. I thought he, yeah, but yep. he was hurt or suspended uh-huh. yeah, the yeah, of the year last year. Yeah, no, I, I thought I thought the deal made sense only for this reason. One, you mentioned that they get to grow together. Uh two, because it's a two year deal, really. It's 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 right now to ease the maybe a three year. Dude, why so much? I know the last number doesn't gonna, count. Yeah, One fifteen doesn't mean anything. Yeah, they're gonna rip that up. Um, but he, and then they got to pay AJ Green too. They have to. So then the defense might suffer because there's going to be some guys like Will Sutton's over there. I know, or uh, uh, Vontez Perfect is right. over there. They got who's, uh, who's crushing their it. Their defense is well, pretty good. Have, yeah, they, they got, you don't have to really spend that much. I don't think on the defense. Talk to Seattle. Seattle didn't spend a lot. Seattle, Seattle didn't spend a lot last th- these last few years when their defense. They was, was using fifth rounders. Those and guys this, were, but the, yeah. they, but they at bo- some point they bought into yeah, the system. You have to choose, and then now they're going to. Make some because they're players, players. And, 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 and does this handcuff them now with with Andy Dalton giving them this money? I think Andy Dalton. Uh, I like I like to see he understand he got paid sooner than later. So I like to see if he say, well, I want to rip this up. If he's that guy, mm-hmm. I want to rip this up. It's time to pay me. He's got to win one playoff new game. TV. His agents go get. In, he gonna need to win three. Yeah, but he if one to get it off. I mean, Joe Flacco. Like, I mean, it's you have to win a playoff game. Yeah. Well. And okay, well, he got paid. I think I think it was okay because the TV money is probably rip it up after three years. Um, 
Johnny Manziel is going to start. We're not going to talk about this. We could talk <laughs> about it. He's going to start in the first preseason. No, he's starting at practice. He's taking first team reps. I think Hoyer may still start. He's closing the gap. He's closing the gap. But uh, uh, who's the guy in uh, the Jets? He's starting over Michael Vick, which is perfectly Gino. fine. Geno yeah. Smith perfectly makes sense. What if he goes? I wanna, I wanna, what if they go gonna, one and three? We got to get out of here. Michael Vick. Yeah, I want to know who's going to start in Minnesota. It's Bridgewater? Like, just throw him out there. Hey, we got to get out of here. You got uh, We're going to take tomorrow off. We'll come back and we'll get back at it Thursday and Friday. Kwamla Sports Talk, Alex Clancy, Jeremy Lachey. We'll see you guys Thursday. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>